0: Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another Just Yielding Confusion Thursday Night Hangout.
1: I'm actually kind of sad, Joe. Why is that? Because I mute the Twitch stream, I can't actually hear the intro. It's like it didn't happen.
0: Well, I will give you uh, a listen to the intro after the show. How about that? Sweet! So ladies and gentlemen, this of co- I, of course, am your host, Charlie, and I'm joined once again by the Pulitzer Connery himself, Zelius.
1: It is good to see you, good sir, of the Atlanta Hawks.
0: Yes. Uh, I apologize. I was the reason why we didn't have a show last week. Um, my nine to five job has become more of a eight to seven forty five job. So I've been pretty much burnt out and, That's uh, very cool, though. uh, yeah, well, yeah. Anyways. So, uh, we're going to do this Thursday hangout. We got a brand new, um, intro as you have noticed. Um, uh, one, uh, uh, the gentleman's name is Josh Clark I'm gonna get more information I'm I'm tr- still trying to work out all the info to get to put him into Friends of the show but I, it's a uh, cross Pass, cross pad studios uh, is his company and I'll have more information and in, in a better you know a uh, blurb to give you guys in future episodes excellent so let's start off with the most important thing lost Ark. What the hell?
1: You mean another MMO game with a launch of epic failure proportions where the servers are overloaded and people in the queue all day long and then they bitch and moan that they can't get into the brand new shiny toy?
0: How about when you do get into the, the brand new shiny toy, the controls that they recommend are so beyond fucked up that you just use up all your specials because you constantly try to do Wazda.
1: Uh, no, you get used to it pretty quickly, honestly.
0: No, you don't. I played, I don't know how long I played, but I finally said fuck it because I also was running into, like, serious ping.
1: Like, you only move using the mouse. You don't actually move using the keyboard. I want to
0: move by using the keyboard.
1: Well, you don't in this game. I
0: know. Believe me, I know. I've, like, I'm... I'm trying to get closer to an enemy to do a special attack and oops, I hit W or any of these things and- You do I'm... know
1: that you can use a controller, right?
0: Sure. The other thing is like the default setup is, uh, what's it? Uh, left click is kind of like your uh, move to here and your right click is your attack. Oh my God. How many times have i accidentally walked away instead of attack?
1: So, I actually like playing. So, I'm also playing Lost Ark, and I actually like playing the melee class with the controller. Ah. Uh, I find that actually works well. But, like, my main is a sorceress, where you have to do like move like your firebomb like over here to like the other side of the screen. Mm-hmm. In that case, yeah, I have to use the keyboard and mouse. Um, so, for me, it kind of depends on like actually what type of class am I playing. Um, But for like Berserker, which I played a bit of, I actually like playing on the controller with that class because you just joystick towards your enemy and punch him in the face.
0: I tried out the gunslinger.
1: Ah, that is not surprising.
0: And immediately I I felt like overloaded because immediately you have three guns that you could do. Each gun has like different special abilities. And, um, yeah.
1: I will definitely say the whole, like, let's start everyone at level 10. So they already have their entire Q-W-E-R-W-A-S-D-F. Yeah. Full of abilities. And, oh, the icons all kind of look the same. Yeah. Yeah. God, yeah. Yes.
0: Oh, look, it's it's an orangey red icon with some black in it. That's either I will throw a bomb, I will shoot in a circle, I will shoot rapidly in one direction. By the way, they all look the same. Every single one of these damn things.
1: Oh, yeah. No, my Berserker, they're all, like, orange with a red background. No, orange with a black background. Mm -hmm. Six of the eight look the same. I can't actually tell what they are.
0: But the Gunslinger, you could change. Depending on your gun, if you're using the shotgun... It's a blue background. And if you're using the sniper rifle or the long range rifle, it's purple.
1: Fancy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, I, I, I mean, I'll probably try it again. However, I did just, uh, buy into, um, the, the highly anticipated game. So maybe I won't play (laughs) lost Ark at all.
1: No, it's, I'm enjoying it. I'm up to like level 46 out of 50 on my sorceress. Um, I mean, grinding it away, obviously, and I'm. The one thing I do like about it is I feel like I am super powerful at times. Like when I get off like my four abilities like simultaneously, it's like everything in the screen just dies. Oh
0: no! I'm I I am tripping all over myself. I am I. It it is worse than button mashing for me, and I'm still OP. Which no, yeah, no,
1: I totally agree. I do feel like they're. Cause you think about it, like most action RPGs like this, it's like yeah, four or five abilities. Yeah. Um, and you have some outliers, maybe, but no, this it's like all laid on less than a 20-second cooldown. Um, it's definitely overwhelming. It took me a number of hours on my sorceress to really figure out how I can use each of my different abilities. And I honestly still forget I have two of them 90% of the time.
0: No, but the the gunslinger, I, I swear. It's, it's either eight or ten abilities that you start off with. Yep. And you also have to remember you can rotate your guns.
1: Yeah. It's, no, it's a, a lot. I, think definitely be a law for, I actually appreciate like games that start me at level one for that exact reason. because I feel like I then grow into my skills, and I kind of spend like, okay, I'm pressing this Q for my fireball over and over and over. I know what that does. I can move on to the next ability, and the next ability, and so on and so forth. Right.
0: Well, I mean, the other thing is that. Oh my God, do they like to talk? Oh my God, I'm just like.
1: I I think I broke my G key.
0: Yes, G. uh, That that bothers me as well. I'm like, oh okay, Uh, huh 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 huh. Oh, by the way, if you accidentally, if your ping is too high, and you're just trying to mash G to get through, it will start the conversation over again because. It has a register that you've actually completed the conversation. So it just starts it all over again.
1: Okay, that's weird. I've never had a ping issue. I've had below 50 ping the entire gameplay.
0: I had 8,000.
1: What? Okay, that's odd because I've not had a single issue with my ping. And
0: I was on a low server.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, I have no problems playing. Yeah, like you're on USC? Carta,
0: I believe, was the server Wait, I was on.
1: what? I'm playing on Carta, fool.
0: Yeah, I, I've tried, was it two days ago or something like that? And the ping was just like through the roof. I was like, well, okay.
1: Interesting. Yeah, because I'm playing on Korda and I have zero issues.
0: I'm like, ah, I'll tag these guys. And they're just standing there and I'm shooting and they're standing there and I'm shooting. And then all of a sudden like, ah, and they're dead. I'm like, sweet. And so I'm following this guy.
1: Huh. And then it's why you're having issues, but I
0: don't.
1: Yeah. My only thing I dislike is the aggro range. So like you'll r- run past a enemy Mm-hmm. go to do like your quest turn in and then like they'll shoot you with like one pellet and run away but it breaks you talking to the npc i'm like really
0: <laughs> yes
1: no i i like the game. i mean i'm enjoying the game um definitely i am not playing it for the storyline um yeah the storyline's kind of terrible um, oh it's
0: bad it's what but... we have to find the ark it's gonna save us all. What does the ark do? It's gonna save us all. From who? It's gonna save us all.
1: Like <laughs> that's that's the story. <laughs> no, there's a demon, man. Did you not notice the demon?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that dude. It's
1: demon. Demon's evil, or so I'm told. Even though you can be a demon hunter.
0: Yeah. Or mm. yeah. Mm. Uh, anyway. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I'm enjoying the game. It's uh, definitely can be a bit overwhelming. I do appreciate that all the different classes, because I've tried out quite a few just to experiment with, they all Mm -hmm. feel very distinct. Like they all have their own unique play style, Um, which I think is kind of cool.
0: I'll tell you what, though. I I got so pissed at the character creator, because I was like, why is everything blue tinted? Oh, because it defaulted to the blue background. Yeah. That's like a night sky or something. So I couldn't... So my player is about as white as paws. I mean, like like ghost pale. Nice.
1: I mean, that's line for like a long-range hunter. Makes sense. Uh-huh. If you say it. so. Eh, you know.
0: Damn it, this thing's not working. Okay, well, I'll have to get crave here. And uh, then on the...
1: Opposite end of storyline, I finally finished Final Fantasy Fourteen and Walker this week too. What like Holy crap. I can't really say anything about it because of spoilers, but nice. like I will say so when you went from Final Fantasy Fourteen to Realm Reborn, mm-hmm. there was a song called Answers that basically ushered in the cataclysm that brought about a realm reborn. Mm-hmm. And like that song comes full circle in and in Walker and it's, it's just freaking Epic. The way that everything comes around after like a 10 year for expansion arc is really pretty amazing that they're able to pull off the way that they did where they really did wrap it up pretty damn well. Um, I mean, it is phenomenal storytelling. That, in a way, it makes me think a little bit of the MCU in a way, where you have these different arcs throughout different movies that finally culminate in a you know a finale. Or just like, whoa, it really did kind of come full circles. Same thing with Endwalker, where you you know you started with the epic fail that was the original fourteen into your cataclysm, which gave you realm reborn, and then everything you know you get to Heaven's Word and the different expansions and really in walker it all wraps up in basically a 10 plus year saga um that's hard to pull off i mean think of other even mmos like world of warcraft did not do that even though they've had a longer reign than 14. 14 was still able to particularly from the storytelling perspective really incorporate those elements very successfully from early on in the actual story of how it all started. Mm-hmm. Uh, just really, I mean, I had me in tears at times, the way that they did it with the characters and they, I can't go spoilers, but just what happened was like, oh.
0: No, I, I, um, I actually just finished, um, the game Death Stranding. Oh and that is the most – I don't know how I'm going to review that game. Just going to be totally honest with you. I don't know. I spent close to 100 hours playing it.
1: Hmm.
0: But <laughs> most most of it is like a a walking simulator where you're delivering packages from one place to another. But then there's also these times where you've got like these – these like entities that are trapped between this, um, this world and like a dead world that's called the beach. And they will try to pull you down into it. And then there's like something bad happened and you're trying to help put the, the America back together. There's like layer upon layer upon layer upon layer. And it's most of it is you're a courier and you're, um, carrying packages from point A to point B to help. It's so like try. Super
1: Mario or what was it, Super Paperboy?
0: I guess paper. Well, yeah, but that, at least Wasn't in Paperboy, you had you know like. Well, this, you could crash into a lot of things and dust stranded, and a lot of stuff does deteriorate. Anyways, it's it was a very interesting game. Uh, it was the thing that really kind of I don't know. It felt weird at the end. Was like the last. Uh, I'd say third of the fourth of the quarter of the story was literally just cinematics. It's like, by the way, you probably picked up on all of this, but let us actually move the plot along. You just sit back and relax.
1: Oh no. 14 was definitely, um, definitely a lot of cinematics. Mm -hmm. Um, to the point where sometimes like I'm just gonna sit here and watch a movie because this is really long.
0: No, the and okay, developers out there, if you're gonna have cinematics, please allow the ability to pause during the cinematics. Or, or, or if you decide no, then please have the ability for someone to who's playing the game, who's put in a shit ton of time in the game, the ability to rewatch the cinematic, just in case, say you have two kids who decided to break out in a fist fight upstairs and you got to go. And it's not like they're going to wait the 25 minutes that that's the damn cinematic's going to take.
1: The one thing that does give you about 14 at times is most of the cinematics. It's like each like, verse, you can pause, right? Like, I'm mm-hmm. going to go kill the warrior. And they're waiting for you to, like, go to the next frame, right? Right. But every once in a while, that doesn't happen. It's like a pre-scripted thing where it's like now you're watching a movie that you're just going to watch. And it could be, like, a minute or it could be 15 minutes sometimes.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Where it's like, oh, there's no pausing now. And sometimes it takes place after a dungeon. So you get done with the dungeon. You're like, woof. And it's like, oh, I'm going straight into a long cinematic. Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah, there's nothing quite like, you know, you've had a couple of little cinematics here, little cinematics there for the past like hour and a half, two hours. And all of a sudden you do something that in the overall relevance of the game really isn't all, you know, it's not up there. But they decide, hey, 15 minutes cinematic. Here we go. You're like,
1: what? Uh, but oh, God dang it. So my favorite part of cinematics, when you beat 14 or Endwalker, I should say, mm-hmm. there's the post-game credits and usually their credits also have some kind of actual cinematic part mm-hmm. where it's like, they kind of continue the storyline as they're doing credits. So players are just sit there and watch it. But if you're actually sitting and watch the entire damn thing, it could be over 30 minutes, which means people are getting AFK, we're getting AFK kicked when it first came out due to the 30 minute timer of the credits.
0: No, okay. okay uh, this is not giving anything away. Uh, believe me. If you want to, if you want to play Dead, Death Stranded, you're gonna have to buckle in because you have to put some serious time in. And this is not giving anything away, but the most annoying thing possible they did for the clo- for one of the sets of closing credits, and that is, in order to advance the credits, you have to keep walking. Oh. If you don't move, the credits won't advance. So it's not like you sit back and relax. You just have to go in a direction and watch your character, Sam, played by Norman Reedus, walk along a beach or through the foothills, but you have to make him walk. And then at times, he will stop, sit down, and you have a little extra cinematic, and then he'll get back up, and then you'll have control them again to walk again.
1: I thought the way they did it—the in for fourteen was actually brilliant. Mm-hmm. Is what they did was so I mean, there's a lot of voice acting, and like these are characters you've kind of come to know and love in the sense of a video game. Mm-hmm. So what they did for each of the characters um, is they basically had like one more kind of cinematic with that character with the credit for who the voice actor for those characters were. I thought that was like a really cool way of doing it that a kind of got the players to watch the credits and give that recognition to those voice actors who put in all that work Mm -hmm. and also give it a little extra nod back to the players themselves for partaking in that. So to me, that was kind of the perfect blend of kind of getting a player to watch the end credits without making it painful to sit through. Um, So, to me, and then once they got to, like, all the other post-production stuff, that you could skip without really losing anything. You you can't skip
0: anything on Death Stranding. You cannot? No.
1: All right. So, I have a question for you about 14, then. So, you're mister, I don't really play MMOs Uh because I don't like the multiplayer part. I know those are the reasons, but I I like the ability
0: to lone wolf. If you allow me to lone wolf an MMO, I'm all over it.
1: So, one of- so yoshi p is the lead director of 14 Mm -hmm. and one of his big pushes that he's been really getting in since the previous expansion so the big part of where you have basically multiplayer is your dungeons and raids right because Mm -hmm. usually they're four person so naturally you need to group with other people right well what they've been doing and introduced in the last one is what they're called trust where basically you can complete a four-person dungeon with the basically NPCs you met throughout the game. Now the catch is it's only for the newer content. It's kind of like as they made it, they made it with that in mind. Mm -hmm. But one of his goals is basically for 7.0 or the new newest expansion. I mean, we're talking a couple years out still, right? Is that basically all duties by that? I mean, dungeons will have the trust system involved. So basically a player can play the entire Final Fantasy 14 experience solo because of the trust system for every single what used to be multiplayer part, you can now do it with your NPCs. So basically so I'm like, I'm bringing
0: in the mechanics that Guild Wars 1 had in place.
1: Actually, yes. you're Actually, you're right. I did not think about that, but you're right. That is exactly what they're doing is Guild Wars 1.
0: And that, I'm going to be totally honest with you. When Guild Wars came out, I defaulted to that over every other MMO because of the that ability.
1: So with something like that, not necessarily Final Fantasy fourteen in particular, mm-hmm. but in general for MMOs, does having that capability of basically doing all the content with NPCs, you have the option to do human players if you want to, but everything is made that you can do with the NPCs, does that appeal to you?
0: Hell yeah, because now you've got a safety blanket. You can you if you want to advance uh, through a part that you uh, of the game that interests you. You don't have to wait around because the thing is with m- most MMOs, uh, when you have those quests where it requires a certain part, a number of party members during the MMO life cycle, there's a chance there, I mean, there's going to be dead areas where not as many people are going to play or are, are, are looking to play in that area because they've already gone on to the in game content, or they've, you know, they've already done their seventy five million alts, and they don't want to do this stupid run that I have to do because it's the first time I've played. Yeah. Um, so it's it, I I like the you know it, I I love the fact that if you could if you give the players the ability to have an NPC now understand that you know, things aren't going to go as smoothly because AIs, thankfully to this point, are not completely amazingly brilliant and they will do dumb shit. Um,
1: so ironically in the dungeons, I actually find like mechanics, when I say like bosses, were mm-hmm. like, they're going to fire bad stuff in this area. Mm-hmm. is almost smooth with NPCs because they're scripted like you could tell, like when they start moving, before the boss even does their attack. So it's kind of funny where like they're not reacting, but they're pre-scripted to actually move. So like when new dungeons, I actually find it easier to go with the NPCs because like if I watch this one NPC where they're going, I know I'll be safe.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah. That that's that's the fun thing about AI. Which I found
1: was uh, not the experience in Guild Wars One.
0: No. Guild Wars One, they literally will will just run into the buzzsaw.
1: But I mean, you're also I mean Guild Wars One, I mean, you're talking ancient history when it comes to artificial intelligence yes. and enemy yeah, like AI scripting. That's right. eons ago, all things considered.
0: Speaking speaking of all this AI talk, for those out there who have uh Disney Plus um, a new movie has just become available it, uh on Disney Plus, and that is called Free Guy, which stars Ryan Reynolds. And it and it deals a lot with AI. Um or or, or NPCs, I should say. Uh I highly recommend that you miss that that you uh that you check it out. I, I my wife and I watched it last night. It is very Ryan Reynolds y and I loved every minute of it.
1: You did play Guild Wars two though, too, didn't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've actually heard it's in a really good place. Like as far as I'm, a, so, I mean, you know, it's, it's just
0: I, I keep getting like thrown for a loop. Every you know every couple of months where I get that email going. This is an update to Guild Wars Two. I'm like, holy shit, it's still around? Because I haven't I've heard played.
1: It's great to play right now.
0: I haven't played. I really haven't played any. I mean, outside of the one little toe dip I did of Lost Ark, I haven't played. Any truly MMO games. Now, that being said, De- Death Stranded has an online co- uh, component to it uh, as you're going through the game. Um, I don't want to say it's like multiverse, but it's sort of multiverse. You're, you're never actually going to run to another player, a uh, character okay. in the game. However, your characters will influence a, a like world, so... Uh, characters will will drop certain things into uh, the world and you'll, there's a very good chance that you'll see it. Uh, Like a charging station or something. Because everything runs on batteries. Um, I
1: think so far in Lost Ark, there have been some dungeons as a part of the quest line that you have to do with other players. But like, they're so face rolling that I haven't had any issues with it. I mean, it's basically you just—you can't press WASD, but you press your mouse wherever you're supposed to go. Believe just, me, I,
0: I know, know you that. don't do WASD, okay? <laughs> For fuck's <laughs> sake, dude. Oh look, this is—I I, want to do this cool attack. Look, like like Zia said, I stated, you're OP. I mean, extremely OP. So I could just basically punch my keyboard, and I could still beat the bad guys.
1: Yep, I would agree with that.
0: But at the same time, I you know. It, it is very <laughs> it is very off putting where you're like, move, move. Oh uh, damn it, I just did an attack twice and now it's on a cooldown. I didn't mean to do that. I just wanted to actually move so that my attack would be in range of the enemy. Damn it. Uh um,
1: yeah, it, it definitely took some muscle memory to get over wazdying.
0: Yes. Okay. So, um we're gonna change gears just ever so slightly. Um for those out there who have uh, followed the interesting uh, creative art of a certain uh, animator, um, basically the, the gentleman behind The Simpsons and uh, Futurama and Disenchanted, uh, which is on Netflix, uh, and if you've noticed Futurama is being picked up f- on Hulu, you may have noticed that there is a hashtag a trending hashtag around the the new uh Futurama um reboot and that is called uh Bendergate. Uh Bender of course is one of the main characters uh in Futurama. He is a very uh malcontent uh almost always drunk robot. Uh, he's voiced by the voice actor of um <coughs> D- oh my god I cannot talk
1: it's contagious
0: Joe Dimaggio um so a baseball player yeah kind of like it um and basically here's the deal you have the lead voice actor for fry the main character Billy West he's coming back and the main uh, voice actress for the, the lead female, Layla, uh they have signed on, but DiMaggio is not going to voice Bender. Oh, no! Uh, this is what he basically said. Bender is part of my soul and nothing about this is supposed to be disrespectful to the fans of my Futurama family. It's about self-respect and honestly being tired of an industry that's become far too corporate and takes advantage of artists' time and talent." So what happened was Hulu um, had a back and forth between all the voice actors, and most of them agreed to a deal. Uh, DiMaggio felt that the deal was not competitive based on the success and name recognition of the series, seeing that this is the third go-around for Futurama. So there's something to it. Um, So what he did is he countered, uh, and that counter stalled, and then the producers, Hulu, decided to just go on without him because they got most of the rest of the cast to sign on. Um, And now everyone's going, well, the... If you you know you're 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 just trying to ask for too much money you you are you know loving you know there, there's no love for the fans come on man you got to be a team player and he uh responded uh, Dimaggio responded just to be clear I don't think that only I deserve to be paid more I think the entire cast does uh, negotiations are a natural part of working in show business. Everyone has a different strategy and different boundaries. Their price, some accept offers, some hold their grounds. And he decided to hold their gra- his ground instead of accepting what he considered a lowball offer for all of the voice actors.
1: I mean, that's fully within its right. That's pro negotiating of whatever you think your worth is. Um, I mean, just look at Major League Baseball right now where there's a lockout due to economic differences of pay scales and all that kind of fun stuff so i mean you come to negotiating and if he feels like he's not getting paid what he's worth to voice bender i mean frankly he nor anybody i mean this is um actors and athletes and etc etc like they don't any to me they don't actually owe anything to us the fans from a you have to go Perform for less than your market value perspective to me is privileged on our part, if anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, no, he doesn't owe us anything. Um, and I mean, it would have been great to have him back as Bender because that's obviously very iconic. But I mean, he's also well within his rights. And it's really, I can't harbor anyone in that capacity, him or any other, you know, famous person, so to speak of trying to make more money, especially when it's not affecting me. I mean, really, it's like, that's his prerogative and go for it.
0: No, I, I totally agree. I mean, it is, the, the thing is, as as a fan, I, it, my anger or my frustration isn't at DiMaggio. It's at Hulu or whomever the, the, the publisher is for whatever entity it is. Um, because the thing is, uh, if you if you were to look at um, how much an actor makes and then how much their right. salary increases per sequel and then you see that there's a breaking point between the studios and the actors less actresses on how much it will take for them to come back either as a live action or to voice uh, a character um, Sometimes it's a lot. I mean, with with voice work, it's sometimes very. It's a lot easier to describe to disguise a voice if you have good imperson you know impersonators. Uh, but at the same time, you do. There is that. It's like if you were listening to your favorite band, and the lead singer was no longer there, but they had like a dude. Who is like a karaoke all star that sounded exactly <laughs> like the lead singer? He doesn't look like him at all, but and he sounds almost completely the same. It's still not going to be the same experience,
1: but that's definitely happened to bands. I mean, looking like Iron Maiden, that happened to no. Um... Well,
0: I'm, the, the 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 that 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 exact example was uh, for the band Journey.
1: Or Journey, yes, good example. Uh
0: the and, and the reason why I say karaoke all star is the guy was uh I think a South Korean karaoke guy who was who I think uh the band found him on like YouTube videos going, Oh my <laughs> god, he could see us. Uh, he sounds just like Stephen Perry. Let's bring him in. And next thing you know, he's the lead singer of Journey now. Works for me. But you know, so it is sad to 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 this And Look. If if you have a successful, you know, if you're returning to a successful franchise for the third time because it's that that franchise, you know, it it won't stay on television like The Simpsons, but it just keeps coming back because people are like, man, I, I really miss it. I want new episodes. It really sucks that you're not going to get the true original experience.
1: Well, and you also look at, like, if you're somebody who's coming on for Hulu And I think this is common among many workers nowadays is you also look at the revenue and profit of these companies, what they're bringing in and how they're going up. And yet they want to uh, sometimes pay us less. I mean, I just did a quick look online and over the last basically about 500 million to a billion dollar increase yearly for the last five years for Hulu and um, revenue. So if you're a voice actor or any kind of performer for Hulu and you're looking at some of these stats and you're like, wait a second, you guys continue to rake in this money and yet you want to shortchange this, WTF? Well, the other thing
0: is, I want to say that a couple of years ago, all the voice actors went on strike. Uh, Uh, Yes,
1: I do vaguely remember that.
0: And I wonder... What kind of protections the voice actors have? Because you know, I have to look that up. But um, yeah, it will be sad to have someone else voice Bender.
1: Um, I'll be kind of interested to see. Like, so if you take a blind, let's say, especially you haven't watched, uh, you know, Futurama since the last, you know, since the second go round, the Comedy Central one. Will people even notice that's a different voice actor?
0: I think you would have to get, take well. Unfortunately, if if you have fans of Futurama on the original run, they probably were fans of the con, the, the Comedy Central run. So it's not like you can distance yourself like, what twelve years? Yeah. Um, I think that there will be there'll definitely be some people that'll have a problem, but I think overall, not not that I don't want all the original voice actors for for anything that gets reboot you know like returns but a lot of the animated stuff it's all about the script you know like you're you're acting through your voice yes and and certain people the the inflections and the way they pronounce stuff and the the speed and the cadence that can make the character but at the same time if you have shitty writing it doesn't yeah. matter if you have the best voice actors in the world.
1: I would definitely agree with that, sir.
0: Um, but yeah, it just, you know, uh, we'll see. Okay. So I'm going to do, we're going to, um, pause for a second, do friends the show. And then we're going to talk about something that, uh, has been requested. Um, it is politically charged. So I will give you a heads up about that. But, um, Before that, ladies and gentlemen, let me do uh, some quick shouts. And that, of course, starts off with the one and only, the Indie Cluster. The Indie Cluster is an organization of independent game developers that want to gain exposure by being involved in the community. They collectively journey to popular conferences as a traveling booth to help gain attention for their games. They make partnerships in local communities to bring games to the mainstream mindset. They highlight local, unusual, and rare concepts to challenge the paradigm of the common. They also host events to teach kids and minority groups about game development to hopefully one day enter the industry themselves. For more information go to that's indiecluster.com. that's I-N-D-I-E-C-L-U-S-T-E-R dot com Alright and then this, the next one that deserves a lovely shout out of that is uh, Needleboy Media Founded in 2015 by Andrew Tran, Noodle Boy Media, previously Wet Kid 47 Media, is your choice for professional photo shoots and panel recordings at conventions. They pride themselves in providing a high level of professionalism, top-notch experiences, and quality services. If you want more information and to view their full list of services, check out facebook.com slash Media. And finally, the one that uh, the final shout out I have to give uh, is to the one and only the amazing chiropractor who was here tonight to adjust both myself and my son. That, of course, is Hero Chiropractic. Hero Chiropractic is a unique healthcare practice set up by Ryan Moore. The company's focus is to elevate a patient's experience of freedom, creative expression, and joy. They believe that everyone can be a hero and has incredible heroic potential inside themselves waiting to be unleashed. Hero Chiropractic focuses on mobile chiropractic care in the greater Atlanta area. They are committed to healing clients by creating a plan of action uniquely suited for each person. They make that plan of action as convenient and affordable as possible and most importantly suited to your individual needs. For more information, go to www.herochiropractic.com. Now, quick little shout out about Hero Chiropractic. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are going to MomoCon 2022, you are in luck! Hero Chiropractic will be there to showcase his chiropractic know-how, as he has uh, just confirmed that he has his um, booth at Momocon. So, huzzah for that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, some uh, personal alter confusion, housekeeping, and that, of course, is, let me tell you, about the fact that Alter Confusion is doing something amazing for the 11th year straight, I think. Yes, Alter Confusion is proud to say that we have been fundraising for Extra Life for 11 straight years. Extra Life is gaming gamers doing what they do best game to help sick and injured children at their chosen Children's Miracle Network Hospital. The, mo- oh, my goodness gracious. the money that we raise through Extra Life will go directly to Children's Health Care Atlanta as unrestricted funds. This means the hospital decides where and how to spend the money to ensure the dollars we raise make the biggest impact in the lives of the kids they treat. So if you have the capacity to donate, please go to extra-life.org and search for Altered Confusion. And oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, just in case you were wondering, we were the top fundraiser for Children's Health Care Atlanta, Children's Healthcare of Atlanta for last year. So
1: boo boo, baby. Yay! We love kids. Well, one of us loves kids. I'll let you guess who.
0: It's Zelius. He's a teacher. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we also want to tell you about the fact that Ultra Confusion has a Patreon. Alter Confusion survives on the love and support of fans like you, and so we have a Patreon page. Patreon lets you, the fans, supporters, lovers, haters, warriors, demigods, extraterrestrial beings, interdimensional beings, and more, to become active participants in the work we love through a monthly membership. This gives you access to exclusive content, community, and insight into our creative process. In exchange, we gain a bit more freedom to do our best work and the stability we need to build an even stronger creative career. And since we're going to MomoCon, all the money we've been raising on Patreon is going to go towards that electric bill. (laughs) Currently, Altica Fusion has two tiers uh, for subscription. They are both monthly subscription tiers, and the first one is a $1 a month or $12 a year tier. And what that will get you is early access to all of our playthroughs. Uh, currently, there is one playthrough that is early access only for the patrons. Uh, the other one, which was the the shady part of me, just flipped over to public. Uh, then also you gain the ability to take part uh, in uh, conversations that help shape all confusion, as well, of course, as patron-only posts. Uh, the next... Tier is the five dollar tier, or five dollars a month, or sixty dollars a year, and not only will it get you the five, the sorry, the one dollar tier stuff, but it will also allow you to have your name or organization in added into our thank you section for every single Thursday night hangout. So the friends of the show, you'll be there if you do five dollars a month or sixty dollars a year, and of course, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this we will have. We will officially have a. Uh, I mean, we already have one, but we'll. I'll get enough information so I could give you uh, the the new friends of the show slide. Of course, Crosspad Studio, uh, Josh Clark, the gentleman behind our intro. He's also making us an outro. Uh, and uh, for bonus points, Zelius you'll be very happy to uh, know this. He is a former Redcoat and for those who don't know what that means that means he was in the university of georgia marching band which zelius is an alumnus of uh go dogs i'm not gonna, i'm not i'm not barking woof, 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 woof. there we go okay anyways uh so ladies and gentlemen uh, let's get to the i guess the powder keg topic
1: there's a powder keg where's powder keg
0: Ukraine. Oh,
1: <laughs> I, what? Huh? Ukraine. We going there?
0: Yeah, we're going there. So, uh, there is, um, there is a bad shit that's going down, uh, that possibly could start a new world war, but we're gonna take a slightly mm, look. Here's the deal. There are uh, there's a bunch of companies. One, the the main one being GSC Game World, along with other companies and local esports players and teams, uh, in the country of Ukraine, have reached out and are basically uh, providing the following statement. And I'm going to read it because we support the developers and freedom America. Um, so here we go. Uh, as of today, the Russian Federation has officially declared war on Ukraine. Our, our, this is from the, um, this is written from GSC game world by which if you, if the name sounds kind of familiar, this is the developer behind the stalker, um, series that's S T A L K E R or S dot or period dot whatever. Um, So they've been around, uh, their first one was Stalker, Shadow of Chernobyl. Um, Anyway, so they say, as of today, the Russian Federation has officially declared war on Ukraine. Our country woke up with the sounds of explosions and weapons fire, but is ready to defend its freedom and independence. For it remains strong and ready for anything. The future is unknown, but we hope for the best, are ever sure of our armed forces and our belief in Ukraine. We thus address all of our colleagues in the gaming industry, players, bloggers, or anyone who sees this, uh, post in their newsfeed share this, do not stand aside and help those in need special aid account to support the armed forces of Ukraine. Uh, I am not going to try to, to do all of the digits in there. Cause there's a lot and I have like selective dyslexia. I know it sounds made up, but I will fuck up the numbers. Um, but it is a it is a um is a number that you can use to do transfer funds uh from all over the uh the globe. Uh through pain, death, war, fear, and inhumane cruelty, Ukraine will persevere as it always does, G S C Game World. So I, there you go. Um No I
1: me mean, I it just It sucks that there is basically, you know, not basically, there is a war going on um, basically due to one country deciding that, hey, we want this other country. Um, And I just, to me, it sucks most for the, you know, usually the innocent citizens of the country or countries possibly um, who get caught in the crossfire. Um, I know there was a big thread on the 14 subreddit of a really popular streamer who actually escaped Ukraine. She's in one of the cities that they have pictures of the bombings and is actually in Poland now. And I know Poland is taking in, I think it said 500,000 people. Um, so a lot of those countries surrounding Ukraine are really stepping up to do it. And it just like the situation for them just breaks my heart that people didn't ask for this. It's not like they wanted Russia to come in and start bombing them. They're just sitting there one day and also the next day there's raid sirens going off. Um, yep. just terrible. I, I don't know what else to say. It's just terrible.
0: Uh, okay, here we go. Oh, oops. I've got the, the number here for you. I'm going to post it into the chat. Um, I, uh, for those who are watching the audio version, just Google, um, uh, oh my gosh, I already just blinked out. GSC Game World uh, Ukraine Fund, and you'll be able to find it. But for those of you who are either watching this video or or, or tuned in live, here is the, um, the number. Hopefully it displays correctly. Because, like I said, it's a long-ass number. And... You do not want me to, yeah, you don't want me to try to read that to you.
1: I would miss a zero in there or get a little bit too long.
0: Yeah, no, there's so many zeros.
1: So many zeros. Well, of course, we have the whole pyrochag of NATO with between Ukraine and Georgia and joining NATO, not joining NATO. Um, Obviously, they're not a part of NATO, and that creates a whole political maelstrom um, and of itself. So it's just a whole lot of not funness.
0: No, no, it's not. So help support those who
1: don't want to fight.
0: I mean, they're just trying to protect themselves. Okay.
1: Well, it's, Uh, it's like, I don't know, you know, I'm not a geopolitical person of who's right or wrong. Like that doesn't really matter to me. It's more so that any war in general, um, I can't remember the name of the band now, but "War." What's good for absolutely nothing.
0: Uh, ironically, the name of that band is War.
1: It was a war.
0: <laughs> yes, it is.
1: Because I know Bruce Springsteen did a cover of it, but I like—I know he did not actually do it.
0: So did Jackie Chan. What's that? So did Jackie Chan.
1: <laughs> oh, yep, you're right. <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, I imagine a lot of bands have actually done covers for it at some point.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, um. Let's let's change to a slightly happier
1: topic, uh, and that is so. Well, if it get much worse, I'm signing off.
0: Yeah, no, seriously. Uh, so, one of the like the big game that's coming out today that just released on the PC and will be releasing onto, um, I think, PlayStation and 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 other consoles is Elden Ring.
1: Oh, I've heard a lot about this game. Good gosh.
0: Uh, and yes. There has been a lot about it. Some people are like, it's like God's gift to man. And there's people like, it's spicy, but I just can't get enough of it. Um, but this is uh, one of the things that is that has been said many a times is the fact that this is a game that is going to require a notebook. You're going to have to take notes. So the question wow, that... I have for you, Zillias and anyone out there who wants to either answer it now or, you know, if you've, if you catch the show later, just, you know, drop it in the comments on whatever, um, social media platform you're on. How do you feel about games that require additional note, note taking outside of said game?
1: Um, well, considering, I mean, it's already a soul's like game. Yep. Um, And the fact I suck terribly at them, I'm just, I want to kill my controller and my keyboard and my monitor, throw my speakers off my patio, like they already make me irrationally angry. Uh, I can tell you, this is probably not the game for me already. Um, And everything I've read about Elden Ring is, so like Souls games, you can basically dodge to win. Dodge, 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 hit. Dodge, 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 hit. And you, you know, it might take a while, but it worked. Whereas in Elden Ring, you actually have to parry. You know what I can never do in any single video parry. game I've ever played? Parry, man. Like, I, I just can't do it. Uh, so, probably not the game for me. Um, And then on top of the already difficulty of what are difficult mechanics, um, mm-hmm. uh, Which, by the way, I will preface in saying, it's not like the game makes any apologies for it. It's not like, well, this is an easy game. You should try it with kids. No, like, you go in knowing what you're playing, it it obviously caters to a not insignificant gaming population, more power to them. Like, Mm -hmm. they can play it, rock on. Um, But for me specifically, that type of video game is just not for me. And then the added onus of, having to keep a potential notebook to keep track of where I've been. And I also have it as I've got older. I also have a habit of not playing games all the way straight through. Um, so if I play like 15 to 20 hours in a game, I'm probably moving on to something else for a while and then maybe coming back. Mm-hmm. And this sounds like a game that is not made to do that.
0: Unless uh, you're note-taking,
1: notetaking. I better take some damn copious notes. And then you come back and play and you have to like review your notes. Like you're studying for like a test again mm-hmm. uh, to remember like what's going on. Uh, I People are going to dig into this game and like probably fail out of college, get divorced, disown their kids. So basically ever crack. Because that
0: mean look, boys and girls, there was a time where you didn't have the quest notif- oh, yeah. p- notification notification indicator there we go indicator above their head and they so literally
1: not have that if i remember right huh final fantasy 11 didn't have no that
0: they I, do not have that i didn't think they did yeah i tried i was like i just want a quest <laughs> someone give me a quest um and, and and so you would have to have copious notes because there's a chance that the npc would spout utter nonsense or maybe they gave you a hint about something that could help you down the road uh, i do
1: remember the original World of warcraft by that i mean the true vanilla did mm-hmm. not have zone quest markers meaning you would pick up a quest go kill your five boars but you didn't know where it was on the map it was not actually marked
0: where where to kill five boars or where to return it
1: um where to kill the five boars
0: oh yeah yeah
1: it was not marked so i remember you would open up Wowhead and I mean, I guess you could have used a notepad, but you would like open up all of your quest into different tabs if yep. you could at the time, because we're talking like old school Netscape Navigator days, and like try to basically like geo-proximity where to go for your quest because you also didn't know on the map where to go. It's not like, oh, this is a large town over here. No, like your five boars were just like randomly in the middle of a vineyard that you didn't even know was there before you got to... Goldshire or wherever the lands are called. No, I mean, yeah, there's, 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 yeah,
0: there's, um, um, in Death Stranding, uh, you have certain assigned quests. They'll give you like, it's in this general vicinity. And once you get to this large, like, you know, circled area, then, uh, we may tell you exactly where it is or you may just have to go th- rifle through everyone's stuff or there's like special quests that you don't officially get assigned but they're there as soon as you get the email and it's north of my place in an area that is inundated with bad guys. They have stolen something of mine. If you can get it and to return it to me, I'll give you something special.
1: Yeah, I would those quests don't do it for me. Like I will fully admit I am a hand feed me the quest and tell me exactly where I, that's actually something I know I tell you are getting. I like about lost Ark and as pointless as the quest is. don't get me wrong. It's mindless pressing G over and over, but by God, I know exactly where I'm going. Oh Jesus.
0: Tap, they handhold, they handhold you to the experience. Like on go, open up, hit tab, open up your mini map. It's going to give you the exact indicator of where All you right. have to walk.
1: You know what else I actually really like about it? So, like What's most that? games, if you start, you know, here and you go up here to kill your five boars, you have to come back here to return the quest. Mm-hmm. Now I'm lost, Ark. It's like oh, so on your path.
0: Kill twenty get- got bad guys. You kill the twenty bad guys. Good job. High five. All right, on to the next thing.
1: Like I appreciate that. Um, anyways, so yes. Um, but maybe you know because I remember like you kind of go back to World of Warcraft. Eventually, around the same time, you could do add-ons, and I remember there was an add-on for like Quest Helper or something where it would actually display those on your map. Mm-hmm. It eventually, came out. So eventually, uh, one of the add-on creators did create that to help out. So I feel like nowadays, for most the gamers, not all of them. Like that's kind of like a standard quality of life feature, um, to do that. What I do think is different though. is if you do have a game with a different audience in mind, like an Elden ring, which is a sales like game, then you're catering towards a different audience. So cool. Right? Like that's not a problem. Like it'd be different to be like, if you're playing like a, like, okay. Lost Dark is a pretty easy hack and slash game, right? You yep. face palm your head on the keyboard, you'll kill everyone, right? Yep. It would be very out of character of that game to obfuscate the quest and make it difficult to figure out where to go. Because you have this like really easy element over here. It's like, wait, this makes no sense. So it kind of follows the logic. Whereas a game like Elden Ring makes sense. It's in that same ethos of it's already this type of kind of hardcore game. So we're going to continue in that theme. So, depending on the type of game you're also making to start with, it makes perfect, coherent, logical sense to continue not hand feeding you, like to not hold your hand with the quest. Also makes sense to me. It's kind of like a natural following. So I get it.
0: No, I you know I'm. I mean, I understand, and you know that if from the get-go. That's the type of of experience that the the developers are setting you up for? Cool. Um, However, uh, I will say that even though the vast majority of Death Stranding will sort of point you in the right direction, there are certain things uh, I I have thrown away all of my notes because I beat the game. But most of it was just to to um to help the game help your experience in the game, you collect there's a lot of collecting resources mm. that you could get either from the place where you're turning in uh stuff or from like beating bad guys. Uh and then you could turn that in to help fund build a road. Like the the amount of ceramics and metal uh will build a road. And so but they they have they. It's not like in a lot of games. You know how you you collect. Uh, you know you need fifty sticks to create something. So yeah. you collect sticks one at a time. No these these fucking things. There's like random ass boxes. Like oh this has fifty. It'll it'll be like increments. It'll be like here's a box of fifty metal or a hundred metal or. Um, it's like 160 ceramic and 320 ceramic and something will need like 300 ceramic. So you have to decide how to like, you have, you, you'll never get the exact number required. You're always going to submit more shit than you need because it, it basically it's in, it stockpiles with certain numbers. Gotcha. So I spent a shit ton of time doing the math to make sure that I get as close to the needed number as possible uh, while going over, because I'm always going to go over. So I didn't basically use up the storage of a different place, because once you use it out of a certain area, it's gone from that certain area. I mean, it'll start slowly um, kind of regenerating as other players are adding to that center, but mm. oh my God, <laughs> like, dude, I have, I had so many pieces of paper where I was like, okay, so I, it, the, the the max they need is 4,000 ceramic, but they have 18 or, or 1,862 ceramic for some reason. Yep. And I've, so I'm doing the math and I'm like, okay, so if I break this down, like I had to do that. I hear that. And oh my God. And then of course, they they weigh like a fucking ton, so you gotta find a vehicle that that can carry it, but you can't carry it too much of it at one time because the 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 fucking vehicles have a weight limit and if it gets too high, you can't jump into the car because with what you're carrying plus what the truck's carrying is too much.
1: You should be able to get in the car, it just doesn't like move.
0: Yeah, that would be nice. I
1: can make it really realistic. Again, the car it can still start it, but if you try to press the gas, it like blows a gasket on the engine and you don't have a working car. Let's go old way down realism.
0: So they so they won't let you drive the car. However, you can go over the the, the mark for the shit that you could carry on your back. Which by the way, for those out there who are looking for an easier way to keep your balance, just crouch the entire fucking time because for some reason you can have a, like a goddamn tower on your back that's like basically double your height. And if you're standing up, the wind is going to blow you left and right. You're going to have to compensate with, uh, I use the c- game controllers, you have to compensate with the left trigger or the right trigger to try to balance yourself out. But if you crouch, perfect balance.
1: Do you move slower when you crouch? Huh? Do you move slower when you crouch?
0: Yes, of course. You move slower, but... you don't lose your balance. Correct. Which kind of cancels out the slowness that you're moving because now you're not having to deal with you staggering this way or that way. And, of course, because you're staggering around, you're gaining momentum. So if you don't correct fast enough, instead of staying on the path, now you're like six or seven paces to the right or to the left that you have to come back to or you could crouch and basically just sneak and everything will stay perfect even though it's like hanging precariously over your head Mm. i do also love the fact that you could stack shit up really high but if you're like in like an enemy camp and you like stack a bunch of shit while you're inside the tent you try to walk out it all gets knocked off as you walk out the tent even the the tent is made of fabric, but you would think it's like made out of titanium fabric or something because that shit will get knocked off. Yeah, realistic
1: saying. physics in video games.
0: Yeah, buddy. But yes, so I put a shit ton. I played a shit ton of uh, Death Stranding. Look out for that review. I've already written the review for the. Sh- the shady side of me, I'd switch the, uh, the playthrough over to uh, public, and uh, yeah. Nice. And of course, the Oasis is playing Lost Ark, and I am about to start on Elden Ring after the show.
1: Oh, so you did get Elden Ring, and you can go down that uh, rabbit hole.
0: Yes, I w- there's like, oh, the release is February 24th, like sweet, I'll get to play it before the show. Nope. Nope. That's nice. like, oh. There's a fucking countdown to when you get to start playing it on the 24th. I'm like, no, no, no. no. It said release on the 24th. It's the 24th. Oh no, 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 no. Not, so, not the 24th. We're talking about 24th at this exact time. And oh, by the way, you can't pre-download anything, even if you pre-purchased it. So, yeah,
1: you should keep it in your magic notebook a death log. <laughs> Just have a whiteboard with a counter.
0: Oh, dude, I've got I've got whiteboards.
1: Yeah, one of those whiteboards. You should have like a counter behind you for the show. Like, how many times you die?
0: Oh, okay, god! If it's anything like, uh, if it's anything like uh, Dark Souls, the count is gonna be really high, really fast.
1: It could be like a little meme thing you have going. Could be fun.
0: Look, here's the deal, I. When when I played the first Dark Souls, which which I played on the PlayStation 3, I was so pissed, but I was pissed at myself because the combat mechanics were really fucking tight. And it was my dumbass who couldn't block or parry. And so I died a lot. Well, I mean, all And lot. that's
1: what I've read about Alder Ring, same thing. It's the exact same premise where you may die a lot. But it's your fault. It's not like some gotcha gimmick. It's
0: but that's okay. the thing. C- yeah. If you're gonna go that route, it's got to be solid, because it can't. Well, there's there's there, there can't be any. You know, cheap shit. Because when you when you like, when you make it questionable, that starts really getting to me quick, and I will. I will rage quit and never come back.
1: Well, in fact, I think I had a really difficult video game you have to have fair mechanics and i think that's yeah. why the souls and Elden ring and their other games have worked so well is because yes they're unforgiven, unforgiving unforgiving wow yeah. they're difficult but at the same time the mechanics are sound and solid and they have great response all that good stuff i think if there were gimmicks like all of a sudden this character is going to do an uppercut that he's never once done before and oh there's this frame you miss so you die people will just get pissed off with that and not play future games Yep. but people know that you know it's gonna be this type of game of combat and you gotta be on your a game but you're gonna die a lot but you're gonna learn from that dying i think that's why they've made this type of franchise work is because those mechanics are solid they're tight and you know
0: what's going on. Yeah. Well, I guess I will personally will see out, yeah. real soon. Um, the the just to go back, just circle back real quick. Since Death Stranding, like I said, I put almost hundred hours into Death Stranding. Um, the the quests that weren't official, but you got through your through the system as the game went on, it was quite interesting to get uh, uh, messages from time to time about companion cubes being lost in the game. And if you found them, you got special stuff. So I got a valve. I got a basically a, um, a Half-Life-themed truck. Hmm. And I got... Oh, son of a bitch. The... Um, now I forgot what the, the, the little Facebook blood-sucking thing from Half-Life. I don't remember. I, whatever the name is, I can't remember off the top of my head. You can gain a hat that, that uh, recharges your stamina at the price of your health. It'll start sucking your blood to replace your stamina, which let me tell you, stamina is very important in certain areas in the game. Otherwise, uh, you will really get hurt really fast. So anyways. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, I believe we have reached the end of our show.
1: Not the end.
0: It is indeed the end. But have no fear, ladies and gentlemen. We will be back next Thursday. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in to the Ultic Fusion Thursday Night Hangout. For myself, Charlie, and Zelius, it's been a pleasure giving you the our Heads, our mouse, of course. Our hearts will be back next Thursday for another Ultica Fusion Thursday night hangout.
1: Remember, kids, keep on gaming in the free world.
0: Amen to that, brother.